0: Hey everybody, welcome into Urban Myers Pint House. It is weekend kickoff, Ohio State and Mighty Rutgers on Saturday at 3:30. This show, as always, is presented by Bryant Heating and Cooling System, and we are going to get right into it tonight. It's a hey, Ohio State got a cover last week, and correct me if I'm wrong, the three of you. Didn't back the Buckeyes last week against Akron, so first time ever. Not
1: yeah. Not, what a cover of 54 points. Uh, what we have seen in the last in the first three weeks, no. Um, but I knew they'd win big, but by 54 points. Well, actually, like not thinking.
2: 54. It, Austin said it was 54, which that wouldn't have covered. The cover, was, though, the was 49. Well, yeah, right? It changed I mean, after was 59. 59-7, right? Yeah. That wouldn't have covered 54, so we which what you covered. gave well, earlier. So co- you so gave we 54, right. but I gave you the updated line and yeah. said it was 49 at the time, so you gave 49. It
3: was never 54. It opened at 52. It thought <laughs> well, down
2: 49. <laughs> Go back. You oh, said it opened you at 52, said so I still won. I think it paid for me. Yeah, I
0: won. That's Cardale Jones, Zach Boren, B.B. Landers, and Bobby Carpenter. I am just Austin Ward, and we get into this. So, so Last week, um, I was going to say it was a normal week, at least on the field for the most part it was. Uh, Ohio State got back in the the win column. They covered. They did what they were supposed to against a non-conference opponent. So I guess if we kept the focus there, that would have been totally normal. But there was the second quarter situation with Kevon Pope. What exactly
3: was that situation, Austin?
0: Well, he decided to quit the team in the middle of the game. Which I Never don't think seen I had before in a private way? Well well,
1: well, well, I was a part of an NFL game like that where a guy did uh, that. Oh, you were he's there. Other team. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? Vontae Davis for the Bills. See you later. <laughs> See you guys later. I call you. Hey, nice playing with you guys. What do you mean, Vontae? We got three quarters left. No, you got three quarters left.
3: <laughs> I respect That's him though. He's crazy. like, I, he came out and said he's like, I couldn't do it anymore. Because yeah. like, I couldn't play. He's like, it wasn't fair to the team. Like, really not fair to – should have done it maybe a day before, maybe on Monday. Maybe, maybe, or a day after or something. Like, couldn't do it. I'm like, all right. Like, and it was private. Like, it wasn't necessarily like – wasn't. he wasn't upset with anybody. No, wasn't, it wasn't
2: throw your gloves in the stands, rip your jersey, jersey off and walk. It's full Monday, yeah. dude. It's
3: Sunday, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: you know, I thought maybe there was a chance that we would just move on and focus on the game, but – Everybody would Well, rather. what if that
3: happens this, this week? I, I don't mean, think
0: that that'll happen again. Okay. I think you, I hope not. Yeah, that would be surprising to me. There's not a lot of other candidates on this team that I would be watching oh. to potentially do that. Maybe that should game. be
3: our list. I gave Who would you do that, that?
0: I said one yeah. through five. He would have been all five for me. That's why when Taraja Mitchell waved him off, that's why I watched it. I mean, Bibi, you, you know this guy. You played with him. Yeah. I mean – Former players have to weigh in on this situation. I know Zach's worked up, but you knew Kayvon Pope and we're in the same locker room with him. I mean, this sort of thing, did it surprise you or not?
4: I'd say this. For me personally, it did surprise me. I personally haven't had a chance to talk to him about the situation yet. I texted him, you know, he texted me back. You know, kind of call me when you get a chance. Kind of see where, more so where his mental is because my time at Ohio State, I was more of a – I played a – big brother type of role for him. You know yeah. what I mean? Because we're in different position rooms, but... So it's your fault. It ain't my fault. <laughs> I'm your oh, fault. I'm two years to... Poor mentorship. Poor. Oh. Glad we got to the bottom of it right away. <laughs> yeah. The core a little different nowadays than when I was know, <laughs> We're not going to do that. <laughs> but, you know, so eventually, I, I will get a call from him to kind of see just where his mental was and, 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 and why he reacted the way that he acted because my biggest thing for me personally, knowing on and what did I do, It's really not in his personality and within his character from what I know. You know what I mean? Like, Granted, I've been out of that locker room now for going on two years, so I don't really know where he or anybody else on the team, for the most part, has really shifted, so I can't speak heavily on it. But from what I know myself and me having my personal relationship with him, that don't really fall within who he is.
0: Yeah. Zach, you you had talked about this a week ago, maybe even the week before, that you were wondering about the strength of – the current brotherhood, the yeah. culture, with with guys that had missed, you know, Carmen, Ohio, and, and things like that. I mean, I'm, that has to it, it, that had to have been a more of a concern for you based it, on what you had already
2: said. Here's my thing, and it's very plain and simple. You know, Ohio State fans, us, have been wanting to talk about. The, the negative performance the first couple weeks of the season, right? And with all due respect, those guys in that locker room deserved the criticism that we were giving them, deserved the criticism that, you know, Buckeye fans were giving them because they weren't playing up to par. Now they finally go out there and perform the way they ought to perform, right? Even though it's Akron, yeah. they went out there and did what they were supposed to do. Played well, running around to the football. Yeah, were there mistakes? But you and I talked about this on on uh, you know, on you our breakdown. There's never going to be a perfect game, ever. And so those guys still went out, did what they were supposed to do. You saw some young guys step up. Plays were being made. But instead of talking about that, now everyone wants to talk about the Kayvon Pope situation. I think if I'm a leader on that team and I know – People were asking us about uh, on Twitter what you would do as a captain, kick him off the team, he's gone. You, you, right now, this team it, maybe it did, I don't know, still does, had some cancers on this team that needed to be removed out of the locker room. And I think, you know, especially so many young guys playing and so many young contributors on this team that they look up to those guys and they see the way that they're acting. In my mind, Ryan Day and this coaching staff. The way that team performed Saturday night, we should be talking about that yeah. and then building on that going into Big Ten play instead of talking about the Kayvon Pope situation. In my mind, I'm guessing Ryan Day and his coaching staff is thrilled with what happened because yeah. it's addition by subtraction.
3: So exactly. I want to ask you this, Cardell, because I feel like we're going to begin to see a little bit of a youth movement with this team. You're going to start playing some new Well, yeah. <laughs> they've been rotating a lot we of guys, are. much to the chagrin of everyone. Why are we playing so many guys? I'm like, well, they're trying to figure out who they should play. And you're always going to kind of give deference to some of the veteran players who have been there, and, you know, you've put the work in. How hard they actually work. Did they go above and beyond? Did they do extra, or, you know, did they just kind of do what they were supposed to do and felt like, hey, now it's my time. The guy in front of me has gone, now it's my time. Well, listen, nothing's ever – you don't deserve anything. You earn it all, and you're only renting that spot. And so I want to ask you this, Cardell, because you were in a situation crazy. The day that Braxton, you know, blows out his shoulder – JT had just got moved ahead of you. He's a young player. You were a fourth-year player at that point? Third-year player?
1: Jesus Christ. Third-year player? <laughs> Third-year player? Fourth-year <laughs> <No>. player? <laughs> no. no. So, no. Yeah, yeah, i yeah, yeah, I'm, telling, I'm really bringing 30,
3: this up in a, as a positive, ex- a positive example. And so, like, when guys start passing people, and you're starting to – younger guys, and it's different at quarterback because you got one dude usually out there. But, hey, you maybe thought you were going to get 75% of the reps. Now, all of a sudden, you might be on the 25% training and, like, You can either start to complain about that or you can get upset. And that's why, like, you were obviously ready when you came in the game. Yeah. I mean, so, like, the mindset of being in that position of saying, hey, my team might need me. This might not be what I envisioned for myself. Right. But this is where we are right now. How do I best improve and then how do I best contribute to the team?
1: So one thing that when I was in that situation where JT was named this guy and I was younger and he was younger clearly. So, you know, I was like, okay, well I still have an opportunity because if you go out there and stinking up, maybe they see something like, hey. So you're pulling
3: for him to fail.
1: No, I wouldn't say that. I was staying ready. He said, I was staying ready. I was staying (laughs) ready. So (laughs) it got to a point during the season where I mean uh we, we didn't look that good, and clearly when the offense does not look that good or team, yeah. who they blame it? Quarterback every exactly. time. So I'm knocking on the door to, you know, Coach Herman at the time, what's up, my time, right? <laughs> my time, the Shun. right? And he's just like, listen here, you, well, you gotta start, when you got a quarterback, you want him to play the guy no matter what. And I understood that. And then the next game after I think it's our first Big Ten play uh, versus Indiana, he'd go out and have 600 yards of total offense. So that's when you start seeing the rise of JT Brown. I'm like, oh, well. It's no space for me here. Next week, I forgot who we play, but another 600 yards. So you would have so, been
3: portal sliding at that point. So
1: No, so long story short, pretty much. But I, I told Coach Herman, I was like, hey, you know, I'm here for the team. I do everything I for the team, but I don't see myself here next year. Yeah, that's real. And, and I'm like, but it's not like I'm quitting on my team now. I'm still staying ready. It was points where I forgot who we were playing, but there's the, the quarterback was a nice size guy. He was favoring me. And I was like, clearly, I was live by, by choice. I mean, I, I was live by no choice. I had no choice but to be live in practice, but— it was sometimes i was like, you know what? I'm, I'm doing inside drill today. You know, or things like that, because I'm trying to get my team ready, even though yeah. I'm not the guy. And these guys just don't have that mindset now. And speaking about the whole Pope situation, totally unacceptable. would have never happen with, with strong leadership, in my opinion.
3: Maybe we need you to go in and talk to the guys.
1: He
4: might be right. the well, person. Well, 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 I we kind of had it, this conversation uh, last but, week, though, as far as the community. We did.
2: We even touched on the Dallas Gant situation last yes. week, right? When these guys, when you start the season, when you commit yourself to the season in that football team, there shouldn't be a mid-season transfer portal. You shouldn't be thinking about, hey, I'm leaving the team after week two, week right. three, whatever it might be. When you say, hey, I'm going in the fall camp and I'm, and I'm competing for playing time, it doesn't matter what happens that season. You're committing yourself to that football team and that locker room, and that's where you need to be. Little, did we,
0: little did we know that uh, mid-season portal would be the least of Ohio State's concerns because... Now they had a mid-game one again.
3: Mid-game, I don't, the mid-game portal. <laughs> the mid-game <laughs> yeah. portal. I didn't know that, that was me? a
0: thing. Uh, <laughs> Who <won't? laughs> Just want to remind all football fans: as much as we love the fall, we know that fall means cold weather is around the corner. Is your furnace ready? Whether you need a quick fix or a whole new system, BCA Mechanical is your local Bryant Heat and Cooling dealer. They will do whatever it takes to make sure your system is up to the task. You can rely on BCA Mechanical to provide great service, and they'll make sure you and your family stay warm and comfortable all winter long be sure to schedule your appointment today at bcamechanical.com. Bryant and BCA Mechanical doing whatever it takes they're the presenting sponsor of weekend kickoff this week. So, whatever it takes to get past Akron is not that much. We're going to stop talking about what happened. Roll out the helmets. Trip. Roll out the helmets and they did. They won.
2: But that's not <laughs> maybe going give to be the case. Can
0: we give like them the prop so? We we have you?
2: we have been on them for a long time for a couple weeks and like I said already said it was it, it, they, sh- they deserved it, Okay, right? who, who impressed I'm, you most last week? Who's going to play a key role against Rutgers? Who's going to play a key role against Rutgers? I think you have to look at Travion Henderson. I mean, I really do. I think going into Big Ten play on the road, yes, C.J. Stroud has looked supposedly great this week in practice, and I think everyone knows he's going to be the starting quarterback come Saturday. He is. But Travion Henderson is the answer <laughs> Travion Henderson's the answer to winning this football game. You've seen what he's done so far. He's averaging, what, 9.56 yards a carry or something like Pretty that? Pretty good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right? Throwing out some facts. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> they, came ready this yeah, week. This is, this is a guy that you just, you've you got to ride. you got to send him, give him the ball 20, 25 times a game. And I think Ryan has seen that. You know, it, the past with Dwayne Haskins and Justin Fields, Ryan Days went to that NFL style, we're kind of throwing first and then running off of that. Right. Where now this Year you're finally seeing Ryan change his thinking a little bit and say hey we got to get this guy the ball and then we'll oh. be able to throw off of that
3: and you have a quarterback who's really young who is struggling to times. he's got great numbers but like yeah. it's much easier to throw the ball when they've got dudes just flying up because you're ch- ripping off eight yards of carry so exactly. make it easy on your dude you know no. set him up set him up for success and I think hopefully they're doing that and another big piece you know playing Rutgers now which We all laugh and joke and make fun of Rutgers, but... This is not the same. Greg Shian, you watch them play football, they play tough. They're not as talented, but they're tough. They're physical. They're going to try to impose their will. They're going to try to dictate tempo in this game, and that's something I know that Ryan Day and Mickey Marotti, those guys have been talking this week about toughness, like running the football, stopping the run. We'll set up play action. We'll do some of those things, but don't think we have this magic bullet. We're just going to chuck it deep. You know, to, to Garrett and Alave, and it'll all, it'll all yeah. be good because we can just outrun them. Like, we're going to have to be tough to beat these guys, and that's the mentality you have to have. And so hopefully they're starting to instill a little bit of that in this offense.
1: I agree. And watching uh, Rutgers games last week versus Team Up North, that's one thing I said about them. I said they played tough, they played with pride. And Shiano being, you know, having ties there before and getting a lot yeah. of these local uh, New Jersey guys to stay in state and to buy into their program, I said that's what it's going to take. You know, sooner or later, he'll start getting a, you know, a few more talented guys. by side. That's what we're going to take for Ohio State to win this game is, is, is bring their toughness. And how you do that on the road, Coach Mickey's a stressor, you pack your running game. Yeah, yeah, so you you pack your running game. So yeah. my keys to the game, uh, whatever it takes, is uh, everybody who's
2: carrying the ball. The, the, the difference between the Michigan matchup last week and Ohio State this week it's Rutgers and Greg Schiano. They want to get in a foam booth, yes. heavyweight boxing yes. match. That's what they want to yes. do. Say, you hit me in the face, now I get to punch you, right? And the, the tools are, I guess, the assets that Ohio State has that Michigan doesn't is Ohio State can spread them out and out-athlete out them all game long and run up spread and down out, the field. And so, that's what you're going to see. You, you saw Michigan in the second half not score any points. It no, was 23 no. at halftime. The game ended 20, 2013. It was because Michigan tried pounding them and running the Goal. football because they don't have the athletes no, that Ohio State right. does, and they just couldn't. That's and, why, Zach, like, everyone has talked this
0: week about, well, you're going to Rutgers, and you know, Greg Shiano tried all this crazy stuff last year. He made it a closer game. Like Ohio State's got to be on red alert. And they should be because they've already lost a game and they can't lose another one. But, the, but to use what happened for Rutgers-Michigan, I just simply don't buy it because Michigan is so wildly overrated again in September. Hey. Yeah. I, yeah, but you, still, yeah, you well, can
1: witness, but you can't you – plan whoever, it doesn't matter. You can say that's a tough team. Win, yeah. lose, or draw. Yeah, no, I don't
0: care who you no, play. No, no, I, and I'm not meaning to say that Rutgers is not going to play hard and that yeah. they won't try a plan, but like – to to take it based off what happened against Michigan because no, they played no no well, well, think, definitely like, that not. to
2: me is definitely I, hard, not. I definitely not think good team. I think you're comparing Michigan to Ohio State in this yeah, state exactly. right? right. Yeah. and that and you're comparing the matchup. Yes, I they're completely two different teams. Do I think Michigan's overrated? Maybe I don't, but they've played four teams on their schedule and they've taken care of business. Sure. Right, so that's all you can ask them to do. Normally they were squeaking by in the past. They have finally showed up and played the way they should be playing. But to compare those two teams, like you said, you can't because right. Michigan is a we're going to try and hit you in the mouth. That's the way we've went to. They used to try and out athlete you, and they just didn't have the recruits for it. Whereas in Ohio State is yeah. we got dudes all over the field, and we're going to spread you out. We're going to punch you in the mouth, and then we're going to throw it, you know, seventy yards over your so head.
3: I guarantee you, Greg Schiano at halftime went in there and. Just basically laid it out. It's a toughness game at this point. You guys can fold and let them roll up 150 on you in the second half, running the football and be in four-minute offense the entire game, or you can fight back. And I guarantee you, it's the same thing this week. He's going to sit there and probably talk about, uh, you know, Garrett Wilson, you know, first-round draft pick, Chris Olave, first all these guys like all the skill yep. they have, and then he's going to sit there and like challenge their manhood and their toughness. And th- listen, when you th- there's a prideful group like Greg Schiano, you, you embody what your coach is. People here might be, you know, obviously disenchanted with Greg Shiano, the coordinator, but as the head coach, he does a good job of inspiring his guys, building a game plan, yes. building a culture of toughness to where, like, and he's, here's what he's telling them they'll quit eventually. They'll quit eventually. Like, they'll get away from the run. They don't want to deal with you for four quarters. Mm. They'll, get, they'll start going to their wide receivers, and then we got them. And so that's that's what you're trying to overcome at Ohio State. You kind of laugh at that, but if one, anytime you become one-dimensional, it makes it a lot easier on the right. defense. Even if you don't have the players, you can start to mix things up, and it gets real hard for the guy taking the snaps okay. to start figuring out what's going on.
2: Here's up. the one thing that helps this Ohio State team, though, is people have kind of bought into this Rutgers football team. Yeah, so pe- people up in Jersey are like, "Hey, yeah. we actually have something to watch now." But on the flip side, when you're an Ohio State football player and you're going to a stadium that actually is packed somewhat, right? And you know they're gonna come out there and pack that stadium, uh, it's a lot better playing in front of a full crowd than it is a a quarter crowd that, that you a, see at Illinois or some of these other places. Let's it's, not go it's too good, far
1: with. Rutgers i got an fans argument for it. Greg, it's a, it's a, a argument good environment, though. At, overall, it's a good environment. They play hard. No, but they not. coach. You look at. You look at. For them, it is. For them, I'm not talking about for, uh, But, yeah, it's a good environment for They play hard for their coach. You look at programs that years ago we used to laugh at, but they got a new coach, and these guys <laughs> are buying into. And that's what Rutgers remind me of. Yeah. You know, they got a guy who believe that he's supposed to be there, and he, he he's going to recruit the guys that believe they, you know – they was born to be at Rutgers. Yeah, exactly. yes. How
3: I look at it. When it born goes, to be at Rutgers. You might want to talk to Greg. Put that down. <laughs> you were born to be at Rutgers.
1: BB, I know,
0: loves what Coachiano brings.
3: Loves that guy, don't you? Tell me some great stories. Hey, listen
4: here. <laughs> he has don't colorful language. I'm gonna pray for y'all because I'm trying to pray be similar, for y'all. kids in here tonight, BB. This is my thing, okay? When it comes to with Coachiano, this is what I will say. If you compare football to chess, Coachiano is Bobby Fischer, through and through. You know what I mean? I'm going call. Who's Bobby Fischer? Look it up. <laughs> hey, you do good at doing homework. Do your homework. I was like, "Do your homework." <laughs> I'm definitely looking. This up. is one, a football hey, show. One, hey, but it matters. One of the greatest chess players of all as time. Richard? One reason why <laughs> he is. didn't have as much success at Ohio State is this: what the athletes that he had when he was at OSU, it's not chess; it's checkers. You know what I mean? So at, at times, he overcoached himself. <laughs> I know. I thought you were going (laughs) to say, (laughs) you guys weren't (laughs) good enough. Kersgin, never that. But this is the thing. Coach with the group that he has at Rutgers, he's going to, number one, have them juiced up. He's going to always have a speech for them to get them to a certain level, to get their confidence level higher than what it potentially could be. And he's going to have a great scheme all the way across the board. He's going to be anal on the scheme offensively and defensively. Because he's he, this is the game that he definitely wants to win, and he is a big small detail. One thing he should tell me back when I was when I played for him, is said football is like a jigsaw puzzle. See a little, see a lot, see a lot, see nothing. It's about the little detail. See a little, yeah. see a lot, see a lot, see nothing.
0: I'm I'm seeing in the, that's the metaphors crazy. and philosophy tonight. Who are
1: you? It, 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 <laughs>
4: That's I, good. I, I he got a little something. Yeah, he well, just a little bit. Yeah, I, I went to class a little bit when I <laughs> chose to. But one thing about him is he's going to make sure a lot of those little details are taken care of. So the biggest thing with our offense against uh, Greg Sciano defense is if we can't establish the run, they're going to struggle. Period. Yeah. Yeah. So, everyone, so all of our keys to uh, whatever it takes is the run. Correct. It but is. Great. Our, Party as a defense, though, as a defense, we have to not only stop the run, but we have to be disciplined, because this is going to be a team that, whatever little thing that we give up, they will explore it. Yeah. They'll make sure that they exploit it. So we have to be on P's and Qs all the way across the board, which in past times, you would never be, you could have never said for a records football team. We could go in and play with all freshmen that, okay, when I played my senior year, freshmen could play four games. We can play every freshman and probably be fine yep. and come out and win about 21 points. You can't say that now.
0: All right, so it's almost halftime here. We're going to do a Coors Light two-minute drill. Just give me one guy who Wait. impressed you last week. I thought yeah. you meant, like, who could chug it? How, well, many, you can do how many beers <laughs> can you chug in I mean, there. I don't know if you can get that, that, <laughs> that new busy down from Coors Light before good. these guys get their two-minute drill out. Right, who, who impressed you last week?
1: Um, I'm going to have to go to group as a whole as a defense. Uh, they came, came out shocking a little bit, and I know everybody, when uh, Akron went down to score, Wait, we all were well, giving, like, giving
3: up a drive for a touchdown <laughs> yeah, to the game? Yeah,
1: I know. All of us okay. was like, what? But the way they bounce back, the way they play hard, the way they play together, the way they stay consistent with the game plan, I liked it.
2: Hard, hard to say yeah, the it, whole it's, defense. It's, it, hard, sorry, with it's the hard, Schlegs Schlegs hard to, it's hard oh. to pick
1: one—no offense to Akron. It's hard to pick one guy versus Akron. I mean, yeah, you true. Know, that one guy could have stood out, and you probably never hear from him again. Okay. You know, so we we'll go with the defense.
2: Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I'm going with our guy, Tyreek Williams. You know, yeah. a, a guy who stole, we, the guy we, stole his guy. Yeah, we we broke him down on on Monday, and this is a dude who's a true freshman. As a as a three technique is coming in and has a great pass rush. Is great with his hands. Has relentless effort for a freshman. You normally don't see that, right? You you see a guy pin his ears back, get up, field, and the next thing you know, it's like okay, I'm gonna turn around and kind of watch what's going on. This is a guy who is so far ahead of his time. Larry Johnson is going to keep on playing. Him. I think you're going to see more and more true yeah, freshmen playing yeah, yeah, on the yeah, defense yeah, line because those older guys need either a push-in or they need to get out of the way because these young guys are coming in. They're starting to gain some confidence, mm-hmm. and we saw it last week, and I expect the same thing from them against Rutgers.
4: For me personally, but it's going to be in the interior D lineman for me between Tyreek and Haskell. I feel like they complemented each other so well, and they had very high production within the game. Now, on the back end, when we come to the second segment, I do have some arguments for the defensive ends. All right, we'll keep it I'll there. I'll be honest with you. All right, So, for it. me, it's, th- it's going to be those. Tease it. <laughs>
3: Long tease. I like that. I mean, you, you can't do that to BB, man. When when you got guys in the interior of the D-line playing that well, you can't steal his dudes. <laughs> That's
4: back. why you add one.
3: So, I mean, you add yeah. I mean, Hey, you I, got a, I got be in 1075. We good. I Don't worry about you. it. All right, we're good. Okay, for me. Barely, but I got it. I mean, I'm going to go. Trying to figure out, like, I want to go with a Ronnie Hickman, maybe. Yeah. I mean, is that okay? That's okay. Can funny. I go Hick- with the guy Hick- that Hick- distracted Hick- everybody? Hick- if if nothing, <laughs> if for nothing <laughs> else, then he distracted everybody. the world from what potentially could have been a very embarrassing situation <laughs> for the school. And the fact that it, people are like, "Oh, you're blowing out of proportion," like I'm not. If he wouldn't have sent the tweet, no one would have known. But the fact that he was, like, scoring a touchdown no everyone's celebrating and no one's noticing what's going on, like, on the sidelines. Like, that, that is what saved everything. But Ronnie Hickman's a dude, man. Teamwork yeah. He's playing work, right? well. He's playing physical. All of those young guys, they're starting to gain confidence in their fits and how aggressive they can be. And, you know, Ronnie Hickman, I think he he can be an explosive player, man. He can be a dynamic guy. You look at his body type. He checks all the boxes, and he's starting to figure it out. None of these guys had many reps, and so every game, like – from one game to two game, you're getting like twice as good, like twice the experience. I mean yeah. it's still well, these guys you're, are
2: climbing fast. You're starting to see that back end with Cam Martinez, yeah. Ronnie Hickman, Denzel Burke, like even Lathan Ransom is you know, he was a true freshman yeah. last year. He's starting to come into his own, right? You're seeing these guys gain more and more confidence <laughs> on the back end. And for, everyone's been pointing the fingers at the secondary for the last year and a half on they're the Guess what? Now everyone's looking around like, man, we got some playmakers. Now you got to worry about the guys up front. Yeah. You just and made my argument. Can we oh, just say, that, right? can we just so pull a so Michael Jordan you made a about those argument.
1: guys in the back end? The ceiling is the roof. Ceiling, ceiling is the ceiling. roof. Ceiling and there is no
2: <laughs> roof on
3: the shoe. <laughs> so that's that's good. Good. That yeah. feels like a great place for
0: us to regroup at halftime here of Weekend Kickoff, which is brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. We will be right back to talk a lot more about Ohio State at Rutgers.
3: It takes attention to detail. With your local Bryant dealer, you're getting more than just a technician. You're getting someone who pays attention to your needs and the little things that make a big difference. It takes a dealer you can rely on. And to keep your family warm this winter,
0: you know, the works.
3: it takes Bryant. Bryant. Whatever it takes. And to keep your family comfortable, it takes BCA Mechanical. Find them at bcamechanical.com.
0: Now with some early bowl predictions, Bobby Carpenter.
3: Well Austin, what I'm seeing here is 12 lucky Roosters guests are getting the opportunity to travel to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Each trip comes complete with two tickets, airfare and hotel. One prize winner will be chosen each week, guessing to register weekly at roosterswings.com.
0: That's great, Bobby. What I was asking was your prediction for the Buckeyes this bowl season.
3: I have no idea. I'm going to Roosters right now to register.
0: All right, taking a quick break from Weekend Kickoff, which is brought to you by Brian Heating Cooling Systems and our friends at bcamechanical.com. Well, that's where you go, BCA yeah. Mechanical. I just Correct. call it – I don't know what I'm doing. Jeremiah is back with us again. It's nice to see you. Yeah, good to uh, see you. What's, uh, what's new uh, with BCA? What's going on right now as we turn into uh, October?
5: Uh, we are running a uh, clean filter maintenance club promotion. Um we're gonna start doing uh, perform. It's so what it comes with. Is you get two performance tune-ups per year okay. uh, in the spring and the fall. You get priority service calls, scheduling, ten percent off of uh, parts, um, no diagnostic fees for thirty days after we're there. Um, we're gonna run that at two seventy nine ninety nine. Okay. Plus filters. We're gonna do when we're there doing the two services a year we will bring filters with us. And then the other two services, if you have smaller than the six month filters, we'll send them to you, drop ship them to you. uh, And then the homeowner would change them or something like that. Rolling this into, uh, when we replace the equipment, we're gonna offer a 10 year labor warranty as well. Okay. So that, but you have to maintain our service program okay. during that's, that time.
0: That's a great deal. Do, we have, do they have to tell them that like Letterman Rowe sent them, or how do they? Do? So
5: yeah. <laughs> so, so we're also going to do thousand dollars off of uh, any Bryant Evolution equipment That is going to be a Letterman Row promotion. Okay. That we are gonna, if you uh, call about it, whatever, let us know. Letterman Row promotion, uh, we'll know what you're talking about. (laughs) It is on only certain qualified Brian equipment, but um, yeah, we're gonna offer that. So thousand dollars off. All
0: right. So the website, call them, whatever, however that works. Throw that out there, Yep.
5: Yep. Another thing I wanted to touch on is UV lights. Okay. um, With all the bacteria, everything going around the world we live in now, Um, I think uh, there's a lot of bacteria. I think in our homes that people don't think about yeah uh it's kind of like we're in our home it's not here you know what i mean um we offer a lot of different options premier one's one of the options that we offer um starting out at 899 okay. um, depending on what you have it mounts in your ductwork. so if you have ductwork and and you are moving air to air heating and air conditioning you can install one okay. um, a lot of hospitals, a lot of businesses are using them. There's also some standalone stuff that you can get. Um, I run one in my house, and I'm a believer.
0: Um, well, if you didn't use it. Yeah, if I <laughs> use it, everyone should use it. That's right. It. So, <laughs> Nobody um, knows better than you. So, yeah. All right. That's What's going to happen on Saturday?
5: Buckeyes. <laughs> I hope. You hope? I hope.
0: All right. You don't have we a score hope. prediction for us?
5: Oh, uh, no. All right. No. A I'm, win I'm, I'm thinking about this game, too, tonight. Okay.
0: All right. We got in that one?
5: I, I don't know. Right. I'm going with the Bengals.
0: He, see that I'm one? a Bengals fan. That one's tougher because by the time that we post this, it'll be over. Yeah. But you still get to hold on. A win yeah. is a win for the Buckeyes on Saturday Absolutely. for you. That's Jeremiah. Uh, the website and the phone number, you need to throw that out for him yeah, again?
5: Yeah. www.bcamechanical.com. Uh, phone number is 614-853-8124.
0: All right, check them out. They're our good friends. They help make this happen for all of you guys. We're gonna get back to the show, Jeremiah. Good to see awesome. you. Thanks. Back to weekend kickoff, brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems and BCA Mechanical. All right, welcome back. It's the second half of weekend kickoff. It's brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. We're gonna, we have to jump right into it. Cardale's got his eye oh, on it. it right Some big stuff happening tonight. Yeah, he's definitely, uh, you know, got a rooting interest. He knows that, you know that quarterback in Cincinnati, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I got him, Joe Burrow. So you know, from last year, and, uh, and uh, as we talk about LSU season, as unfolded, well, two years ago, right? Talk about the season unfolding. You knew who I was pulling for, and, you know, that's my guy. So I'm excited to see him perform on uh, national television and a national television game, clearly, versus uh, another guy that you guys know.
0: All right. Trevor so Lawrence. He's Yeah, we do know him um, a little bit. The Byers' auto, question for Cardale. Again, we have Ooh. more quarterback stuff to talk about. Yeah, let's go. Uh, so the, it sounds like everything that we've heard this week is that the week of rest for C.J. Stroud worked. He's been taking the reps again, the first team reps, feeling confident. Garrett Wilson says it's the best he's seen it spin it in a long time. So, ooh, do you, said do a you lot. think
1: to so his favorite target on the ones right. and twos? Favorite,
0: favorite target says he's good to go. Yeah. Garrett Wilson said he also talked to C.J. Stroud last week and said he encouraged him to take that week off. So, do you think <laughs> what does
2: that? Mean? Do you think? <laughs> hey, bro, you're good. since this one out. Well, yeah. I
0: think that that's something that we've, we've also talked about, Bob. Like, yes. It was something he could have potentially kept playing through. Bob, you've missed the last
4: two weeks. He's been checked out. Missed He's been
0: on ESPN. Too big to be back at weekend kickoff. Yeah, so, yeah
4: Bobby making the big bread. So
0: what's the question? How, how significant do you think that week of rest could have been? And would you have any second thoughts about what Kyle McCord showed and how that relates to playing somebody on Saturday?
1: No, I think the, uh, the rest was big for him because I know at a certain point in time, guys would look forward to the bye week, especially yeah. uh, the big guys who are in the trenches. And, um, you know, with him dealing with a nagging injury, uh, you know, one thing that Coach uh, Mick, Coach Legal used to say, you know, um, and Coach Rabel is your you, – you know this phrase, your uh, – Availability, no, your, your durability. Yeah, it's is availability exactly? Yeah, 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 exactly. So those nagging injuries point. can yeah. add up to something big in the, um, you know, in the long run, where they might need him the most, and it, and they. Uh, so it's good to have him back to, I guess, close to 100% as possible. Don't know where that's going to be, but um, I don't think anything that Cal did last week surprised me. is versus Akron. I think he done. I think he did enough, and um, what everybody expected him to do in the, in the Buckeyes on the offense. And um, I think you still go with CJ as, you know, clearly that's what I think Ryan A is doing this weekend. Yep. And, uh, but it's nice to know that we have a guy that's, you know, more than capable enough to lead this team to victories if anything happened to CJ or he continued to deal with his nagging injury. Well,
3: uh, finally you have other guys who have thrown passes in games. That's a good I mean, so it's, it's like, hey, the first time we have to throw you in there, who knows, it could be against Michigan State and it's, a, you know, third and six, and you've never even thrown a pass in a collegiate game. Like That's that, it. It's a bad situation. Not good. yeah No, it's, it's, yeah. A bad, it's a bad deal. So at least they got some experience there. I thought Kyle played well. I mean, did what he probably was supposed to do. Looked a little bit like CJ against Minnesota. Like, you're juiced up. You get out there, yeah. you're going to throw some balls high, you settle in, <laughs> and you play a little bit better. So I think that, you know, it's showing the depth in the room, a little bit of what they have. And if there's a situation where – Yeah, if CJ takes a big shot and you've got to put Kyle in, I think people probably feel a little better about it now.
4: Um,
0: Exactly. Let me tee you up for it. That there was an expectation by some people, not everybody. You know the way I think. That you would put in a true freshman and magically he would be better or that it would spark the offense or whatever. But guess what? It was another first-time starter.
2: Well, last week's game – I think not only was great for C.J. Stroud from a health standpoint, but was also great from a confidence standpoint. Yes. Because through the first couple of weeks of the season, everyone wants to point the finger at C.J. Stroud saying he's terrible, he's terrible, even though he's put up these crazy numbers. And then we've seen on Twitter, at, you know, tagging Letterman Row and all of us up here, that, you know, everyone who supposedly, these people that think they're at the Woody Hayes facility every day and thinks just because he's a five-star quarterback is not go out and look like Joe Montana or Brett Favre, right? <laughs> put in yours. It, right. Everyone's <laughs> like, put in this guy. Put in that guy. You aren't at practice. Do you think Ohio State's not going to play the most game-ready guy that's going to help this team win? You are crazy if you think they're over there playing favorites. We've all seen it. And so finally people realize, like, hey, Kyle McCord is a good quarterback. You saw what he can do and what he can do in the future. But being a true freshman going out there and leading this football team, he's not ready for that. And so finally, I think everyone's like, oh, well, you're right. C.J. Stroud is a really good football player and is the best person to lead this team on offense.
1: So Jeff Hireman was wrong last week. Oh, I wanted to to jump across the table on Jeff. One, because he was in my spot. Two, because he was just so (laughs) anti-C.J. Stroud. Yeah, he was so anti-C.J. and thinking that Kyle or or Jack was going to just come in. No matter what they do, they're the guys. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, what are you talking about? That, that's why he it, didn't even show like up that, the next week. It, but, he didn't want to hear me. But wanna, to be honest, yeah, to wanna, be honest
2: every Ohio State fan, it's like that shiny new toy, right? The five-star recruit sure. that comes That'd in there, true. it's like, oh, my gosh, like I watch his highlight tapes. I'm the, I'm his biggest fan, this and that. And you think he's going to go to college, and you think it's going to be the same as high school, and it's not. I mean, it's uh, yeah. a completely different all, game. Oh, that sounds
1: great. And we made points like this b- before, like – all that recruiting and five stars and I don't care what you come from or who you are or what you did in high school we know more guys who was highly recruited and didn't pan out you know Correct. as the hype or the stars might say he should or they Correct. should yeah. and just yeah. just a watch so you know because of it, we got four or five star quarterbacks or whatever it is that don't mean all of them can play
4: right right this is my question though when you look at it, now I'm about to make a a, a certain argument as far as like Is it about jets? No, when it, when it comes down to the culture, okay? Like he played the way that he did. He went 13 for what? 18 for about 319? Yeah. Or, or 320 oh. or something like that? He went 13 <laughs> for get. 18 for about 320, right? Yep. That right there as, in the long run put CJ in the situation of, I, I, okay I'm not going to say situation. That's going to force CJ to step up his game because now he knows that Granted, you are the ready quarterback at the moment. But at the same time, you are still expendable. You know what I mean? So it forces a certain level of competition to where they can bring out the best in one another Mm -hmm. going down the long haul. Because when it's all said and done, it's a long football season. Especially with Ohio State, you're expected to win the Big Ten. Go to and win the Big Ten championship. You're expected to make the playoffs. And your quarterback and... Defense at times, as a whole, is expected to get you there. Right. So I think you know this past week's performance w- should, or I would hope, would put CJ in a position towards like you know what? All right, I got to step my game up a little bit better. Yeah. He can play ball. He can play quarterback. Mentally, he might not be as good and, and developed and advanced as me, but physically, he can he can make the reads. He can make the passes. And he can do just as much as I can do to get us a win as a team. Right. So that's one of the potentially forced to bring the Best out of CJ. and We might see a even better quarterback in this next week's game.
0: I think that's what Ohio Whether State Whether it's is. Akron yeah. or not. But what they're hoping for is they get him back against Rutgers at 330 on Saturday. The cores Light, Silver Bullet picks. Ohio State, again, is a 15-point favorite over the Scarlet Knights. I think it came down maybe a point, Zach. You probably, you've probably got the updated. <laughs> it, it was it was half. half. It
2: is currently at fifteen.
0: Currently at fifteen. So, <laughs> so
1: if we're more, taking our, so if we're taking our fifteen, right we're gonna now we're going to lock it in at fifteen. Okay, I take it. I'm taking. It. I'm going. Are we going with our picks now? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. And why? I got uh, Ohio State. <laughs> I got Ohio State. Um, <clears throat> Thirty-five. Rutgers. Fourteen.
0: 35-14. So yep. Cardale yep. also does believe in that defense. I do. Love I, to see it. I like it. I do. Uh, I, I,
1: yeah, We talked about toughness, but I think it's going to come to a point of no matter how tough you are, you got to have an athlete, And so I don't think not think Rutgers can keep up with that point.
2: Okay. I'm, I'm going to go Ohio State 38-10. Um, right. And I think, you know, the, the offense is going to – Travion Harrison going to get a bunch of carries. We're going to see that early. I think they're going to chew up a lot of clock. I think on defense more so than anything, though, these young guys, especially in the back end and some of these young defense linemen, are going to continue to get better and better and better. And I think you're going to see them take another step this week. And I think this is a great... This is a great game for them. You play Akron, who, you know, everyone's like, oh, the Mac, you know, there's a negative behind the positive with the final last week. Now you're going on the road in the Big Ten, and I think this Rutgers team sets up perfectly for a young defense just because they are going to try and hit you in the mouth. They're not going to scare you by spreading you out and picking you apart. And so they're not going to stress them in a way that, as a young defender, it's hard to be stressed, right? Hitting bunch formations like Oregon did and running crossing patterns and things like that. This can be more of a straightforward offense that they're going to see, and I think these young guys, defensive linemen, DBs, are going to take another step, and they're going to get off to a good start and then play a Maryland team next week that will throw the ball and throw will test them a little bit.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay, Bebe. I'm going to go 42-14 just because I'm going to spot them 14 points because Greg Ciano, me knowing him and what did I do, he's going to come out and you're Your Deuce. favorite defensive coordinator, I believe. This guy. This guy. You're so disrespectful. <laughs> you better be to like you. But. Coachiano's going to come out and do something that is not expected and is not planned for and that they have not put on film yet. Every now and then you've got to spot a team some, some points because when you're dealing with an elite athlete, an elite football player, film is important and tendencies are important. He's going to do something to go away from his tendencies. I'm going to spot them 14 points. However, a defense is going to hold them to 14 offensively, especially if we can get the ball ro- rolling on the ground. After once you get the ball rolling on the ground, there's nothing as a defense that you can really do if you get if you if your kahunas can't drop up front and you are you getting what you kind of deserve.
3: Okay. I'm gonna go Ohio State 38, Rutgers 17. Okay. I would like four
0: covers. S- Spotting well, the field goal. I would okay.
3: like to see probably more like 38-10, but they're gonna probably pound the football. Maybe they get a late touchdown. Greg Shiano's going to have these guys ready to play. I think it'll be a game and competitive in the first half, maybe through the third quarter. I would like to believe that at that point, some of the skill and the big plays will begin to wear Rutgers down and Ohio State will then separate. Ideally, that's, ho- that's what I'm hoping for and that's what I'm planning for. I like what the defense has been doing. I think they're improving. They're going to get better. I think they'll still give up some plays in the run game, but they are starting to fit stuff up a lot better at the second and third levels, which is something that's been a problem here over the first three weeks. Last week a little better. They still have some work to do. Yep.
0: I agree. I think that this team is only getting better, and I, you know, there's a lot of just stuck negativity about this team that I don't think is, they deserve anymore. I don't think it applies anymore. Like, that happened. They lost to Oregon. We were critical of it. They struggled a little bit against Tulsa. When you put it in context with so many young players, I believe the great Bobby Carpenter once said that you have to grow out to show out. You do. It grew like out that. last
3: Saturday night, like a night yep. game against Akron. Who light, was like fired up.
0: And I understand the flip side that if people want to be skeptical and they don't want to put stock in Akron, fine. I'm not going to change anybody's mind on that. I think that this team, there's a lot more confidence inside the Woody from the coaching staff. A lot of these young guys have now done it multiple times. The mood has changed completely in two weeks. Yeah. They had to take a hard look at themselves, and they, they did that, like, I don't think anybody planned in August.
2: What's a said? soft
3: look, look look like? What is that? Well, uh, I uh, but
2: but I, to your point, I think the Tulsa game was a hangover from the disappointment against Oregon, right? You're riding high. Yeah. I think just it was so flat that you go out, go out against a Tulsa team thinking, hey, we're just going to run them over. And next thing you know, they do punch you in the face. So I agree with you. And they made, they made big changes. They put young guys out there. They played. They changed. They get, you know, nobody
0: thought in August that Matt Barnes was going to be calling the defense by the end of September. Like, they've had to have a reckoning about what happened, and I think that will show up with another uh, big win for Ohio State on Saturday. I will say 45-10. to 10. Ooh, Ooh, I
3: like biggest it. Biggest spread of them all. The I like it. Of the, Can I make some
2: predictions real quick? I, yeah, do it. College football is going to get turned upside down this weekend. When's so this hey, hey, no, no, no Notre I'm Dame. calling this right now. You guys ready for I this? I agree. Notre Dame goes down. Georgia goes down. I agree. Uh, uh, Oklahoma up. goes down, and I think Ole Miss and Alabama are closer than what people think Ole Miss is going to cover. I'm not calling the upset, but Oklahoma, Georgia, and Notre Dame are all going down this weekend. I well, agree It's with not you like Cincinnati is ranked higher than
1: Notre Dame. <laughs> they're they're favored in but the game.
3: Who Cincinnati? They're favored by two. I like and then I like that quarterback
2: too. Man. No, I they're like-
3: favored by two.
2: I don't think, so. I, think that, no, I think I think they're plus two. As
3: of today, they were minus this Aside from when
0: they were oh, there, so right? changed. I'm not up to date on that they one. Were. I, the, they were. see. big weekend for when, college football? When, it's gonna be fun. When I'm driving through uh, Pennsylvania, I think where it's legal, I'll I'll just fire up those odds, make sure that we've got it. I'm telling you, <laughs> hey,
2: if you threw some money lines on those bad boys, that's a hell of a payday, I'm gonna,
0: boys. I'm gonna have to owe Zach Bourne a cut if I make a, any of that this weekend. Looking forward to a great Saturday of college football. Getting it started right now with weekend kickoff. Brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. We appreciate them. Urban Myers Pint House, Byers Auto, Coors Light for having us back so we can talk about this huge one on Saturday, 3.30 afternoon, in the afternoon. Cardale Jones, Zach Bourne, Robert Landers, Bobby Carpenter. I'm just Austin Ward. We'll see you right back here next week. Enjoy the game, folks.